0: Good day to my listeners. This is Ian Seymour again, Information Technology, a Jamaican experience. Now, I had promised last week on the podcast that I would speak on IT trends. Um, what are the IT trends for 2020? And let's, without further ado, let's get into them. Now, what are technology trends? They are really a set of tools, applications, and processes that help companies control and manage business and operational performance. They combine strategic goal setting and alignment with planning, forecasting, modeling capabilities, analytics, and tactical reporting. But to the ordinary layman, trend is really what's happening in the marketplace. Where is everything going? And... um, I just want to outline those trends for 2020, right? So the first one we're going to is artificial intelligence. Now, AI is a computer system able to perform tasks that ordinarily require human intelligence. Many of these artificial intelligence systems are powered by machine learning, right? Some of them are powered by deep learning and some of them are powered by very boring things like rules. An example of a rule, uh, or a machine that's powered by rules. If you all think about the iRobot line of products, um, the one that does the cleaning of the floor, or any one of them but i'm using utilizing the one that does the cleaning of the floor even though it will eventually learn the outlays and the out the the design of the house and on the floor outline that it's actually working on but the rules would state when it bumps into something it goes around it right it doesn't try to force itself um, on that thing um, being in an in a in, indefinite loop, as we call it. It actually bumps into something, it turns and goes around it. That is a rule that will be preset in its programming structure. So um, that's one robotic device or artificial intelligence device that we can speak to. Um, Other examples are like Siri, which is the most popular personal assistant offered by Apple in iPhone and iPad. Um, Tesla, because not only smartphones, but automobiles are also shifting towards artificial intelligence. As a matter of fact, Tesla is using the artificial intelligence to create a driverless motor vehicle. So they are testing the idea of the ability for the motor vehicle to move from one place to to another without using um, human intervention. Now, I I think that will be an interesting time when it comes and I'm eagerly awaiting them to finish their testing and see how well that works. Cogito is applicable on millions of voice calls that take place on a daily basis. And that AI solution analyzes the human voice and provides real time guidance to enhance behavior. And last but not least on my little list is Netflix. Now, as the fact that many persons just know it as the widely popular content on demand service that uses predictive, um, that, that provides movies but it uses predictive technology to offer recommendations on the basis of consumers' reactions, interests, choices, and behavior. So, as I just explained, AI is performing tasks that ordinarily require human intervention and intelligence, but I'll go into this deeper in subsequent podcasts second trend is Robotic Process Automation. Um, like AI and Machine Learning, Robotic Process Automation, or RPA, is another technology that is automating jobs. RPA is the use of software to automate business processes, such as interpreting applications, processing transactions, dealing with data, and even replying to emails. RPA automates repetitive tasks that people used to do. These are not just the menial tasks of a low paid worker, but because up to 45% of the activities we do can be automated, but it can also include the work of financial managers, doctors and CEOs. Now, a lot of persons are, are quite, you know, afraid of the future but I keep telling persons it is the adaptation of 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 us that makes us um, work regardless of what technology comes out people need to remember that ten years ago snapchat Instagram whatsapp did not exist Now, since they have come to the fore persons realize that they need a, they, they can utilize a job functionality called social media manager, which allows them to market a company, market a service on a platform to a distinct group of users without having to spend money, as persons had to do back in the day, utilizing either the audiovisual marketing strategies, print media, and so on. And would have to create a, um, sometimes create advertisements to be run on either the other visual um, platforms now people can really just market their services or their companies or even show what the companies are doing um, exposure create an exposure segment for the company on these platforms um, at a fraction of the cost so I say that to say this: when the situations come where robots and robotic process automation is more um, utilized within our space, what will happen is that jobs will be created that deals with the functionalities of these things. So it so even though you may lose. J- um jobs in one sense but you will gain jobs on another in, an, in another area and it's all about adaptation more on this in future podcasts edge computing now edge computing um it's basically helping our our. our there are some shortcomings of cloud computing. As we as we cloud computing was the was the trendsetter in 2018 and 2019. However, as we continue to 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 to, to deal with with greater quantities of data, um, the shortcomings of cloud computing were realized in some situations. Now, edge computing has been designed to help solve some of those problems as a way to bypass the latency caused by cloud computing and getting data to a data center for processing. It can exist on the edge, if you will, um, closer to where the computing needs to happen. For this reason, edge computing can be used to process time sensitive data in remote locations with limited or no connectivity to a centralized location. In these situations, edge computing can act like mini data centers. Basically, edge computing will increase as the use of the Internet of Things devices increases. This will be spoken again about, as I said, yes, in future podcasts. Advanced machine learning. In advanced machine learning, deep neural nets, DNNs, move beyond classic computing and information management to create systems that can autonomously learn to perceive the world on their own what 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 that means think of a baby baby is born baby comes into the world baby learns um, about its surroundings what is dangerous what is not baby learns about the persons around them um who they and who they feel comfortable with who they do not baby learns um, how to interact with people, baby learns how to interact with its environment, baby learns how to interact with um, himself in terms of, um, and learns about his ties and learns about everything. It's the same thing, creating a, a system or a robot that learns um, may be frightening for a lot of persons but just think about it that like along that line the robot or the the system you have created is learning and it le- and every day it learns learns something new and it can make decisions based off what it has learned so it's not and it's the decisions are not rules programmed into it anymore it's a decision that makes it, it makes a decision based off what it has learned. Initially, rules may be there as a underlying architecture, but it builds on top of the rules and learns as it go along. And that makes it um, much more adaptable to the environment around than one that you would put there that's operating by a set of rules because every time something new comes up you would now have to reprogram it and configure a new rule in that architecture whereas in the learning system or learning robot you would never have to do that each opportunity each uh scenario gives it a new dimension to learn and a and, 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 and new learning um, opportunity right so the explosion of data sources and complexity of information makes manual classification and analysis analysis infeasible and uneconomic right um, so the deep neural nets automate these tasks and make it possible to address key challenges related to the information of everything trend which means that as um, the, 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 the systems learn, um, whatever challenges, the information of everything is almost is related to the Internet of things. So everything has information coming from it. And everybody is unique. So rules and regulations that, that sit down um, in a rigid sort of way, don't work well for systems like that. Those systems, those systems that that's managing the that, that information has to learn, has to learn along the way to deal with new situations and new um, options that come up, and hence um, the deep neural nets have been created and um, they're utilizing them to do that. This era. As, as, as is evolving quickly and organizations must ac- assess how they can apply these technologies to gain competitive advantage. Um, as I said before, we will discuss this in a later podcast. Virtual reality. Virtual reality immerses the user in an environment, while augmented reality enhances the environment. Although VR is primarily been used for gaming thus far, it has been used for training such as virtual ship, a simulation software used to train the US Navy and Army and Coast Guard ship captains. The popular Pokemon Go is an example of augmented reality. But let me give you an example. In, 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 In an augmented reality, think of this think of, about what having a having on a, a pair of glasses and as you walk down a, a, in a mall and you look at a store because the augmented reality system has been populated with what's happening in that particular store as you look in the look at the store the glasses picks up the name of the store automatically information is fed into the glasses to say okay Shoes are half price today. Dresses are half price um, for the week. Um, there is a sale on, on, on men's shirts. There is a sale on, um, on some other items in the store. All of this is augmented reality that allows you to give, that, that, that is enhancing your present environment so you know so information is fed to you in an instant. you don't need to go into the store and ask so that is an example of an augmented reality scenario whereas virtual reality now virtual reality is you sit with with, with a a big um visor over your face and you actually um can drive a car, you can be simulated, you can be in a simulation where, where you're racing, you can be in a simulation where you're flying a plane, you're in simulation, you're flying a helicopter, or you are, 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 are um, piloting a ship. Now, in these simulations, you are given various scenarios, and you will basically have to work through the scenarios, and if you make a mistake, it allows you to learn. So that when you're in the real world, you know what to do, and and how the the, the the um the situation will play out in the real world based off what you are you have done in the simulation. Not all the times, as we have heard in 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 in, in past situations, not all the times the the simulator is able to reenact what happens in the real world. But for most of the time, is it. And um, so both VR and AR have enormous potential in training, entertainment, education, marketing, and even rehabilitation after an injury. So either ca- um, can also be used to train doctors to do surgery, to offer museum goers a deeper experience, enhance theme parks, or even enhance marketing. All right? So we are going on to cybersecurity as our next technology trend for 2020. Um, cybersecurity may not, is not not may not be necessarily an emerging technology, but um, given that it has been around for a while, but it is evolving just as other technologies are. This is in part because threats are constantly new, right? And as I mentioned um, before, people are working from home a lot. And the, 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 the um, I mentioned this in another part in a, pre- a previous podcast. People are working from home a lot. So the challenge for any IT department is how do you maintain the integrity of your network while people are outside of your network. Legitimate people, mind you, are outside of your network. And actually, have access into your 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 network. Um, how do you maintain that that access is kept secure, as well as give them what they need to function while they are working from home? Um, and we have to understand that hackers are always trying to illegally access data, and they're not going to give up anytime soon. They will always continue to find ways to get through even the toughest security measures. It's also in part because new technology is being adapted to enhance security. As long as we have hackers, we'll have cybersecurity as an emerging technology. So chances are, um, as I continue this podcast next year, and I speak about emerging technologies for 2021, cybersecurity is going to be on it again. Because it will constantly have to evolve to defend against hackers. Um, the problem, though, that we face, and, and persons who are seeking to get into information technologies probably should take note of this. Um, as a proof of, of, of the strong need for cybersecurity professionals, it has been reported that the number of cybersecurity jobs is growing three times faster than any other tech job. However, we are falling short when it comes to filling those jobs. And as a result, it's predicted that by 2021, we will have 3.5 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs around the world. So that's probably something that people should take note of. And um, persons who want to get into IT Probably that is one sector that persons can get involved with. All right. Now, the next technology trend for 2020 is blockchain. Now, um, although most people think of blockchain technology in relation to cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, blockchain offers security that is useful in many other ways. In the simplest of terms blockchain can be described as as data you can only add to not take away from or change hence the term chain because you are making a chain of data not being able to change the previous blocks is what makes it so secure in addition blockchains are consensus driven So no one entity can take control of the data. With blockchain, you don't need a trusted third party to oversee or validate transactions. And because of that, as I mentioned before. Now, several industries are involving and implementing blockchain. And as the use of blockchain technology increases, so does the demand for skilled professionals. According to TechCrunch.com, blockchain related jobs are the second fastest growing category of jobs, with 14 job openings for every one blockchain developer. A blockchain developer specializes in developing and implementing architecture and solutions using blockchain technology. And the average yearly salary of that blockchain developer is 130,000 U.S. a year. So, um, this is another area of technology that people can take advantage of. From a Jamaican perspective, however, um, we are just getting into blockchain. Yeah, we're really just getting into blockchain. And um, it hasn't been utilized in any big way. But as as, as I said, I will get more into this. Uh, as for 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 in 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 um, subsequent podcasts all right Internet of Things platform that's our next technology trend for 2020 Now many things are now built with Wi-Fi connectivity meaning that they can be connected to the Internet and to each other hence the Internet of Things now What do we mean by this? Okay, your TV has Wi-Fi, your air conditioner has Wi-Fi, your stereo system has Wi-Fi, your fridge has Wi-Fi. A lot of those things are being built with Wi-Fi, hence they can be connected to the Internet and therefore be connected to themselves by somebody else. It these these are what is or considered your internet of things. Hence the Internet of Things or IoT. The Internet of Things is a future and has already enabled devices, home appliances, cars, and much more to be connected to and exchange data over the internet. And we are only in the beginning stages of IoT. The number of IoT devices reached 8.4 billion in 2017, and is expected to reach 30 billion devices by the end of this year, 2020. As consumers, however, we are already using and benefiting from the internet of things. We can lock our doors remotely if we forget to when we leave for work, preheat our ovens on our way home, from work while all all while tracking our fitness on our fitbits and hailing a ride with lift but businesses have much to gain now and in the near future the iot can enable better safety efficiency and decision making for businesses as data is collected and analyzed it can enable predictive maintenance speed up medical care improve customer service and offer benefits we haven't even imagined as yet from a jamaican perspective though um we we have not started to utilize this as far as i am aware um in any big way yeah but i am quite certain that there will be um situations that will arise that persons will start to utilize this um, going forward alright so that brings us to the end of this podcast this was really as I said just to give you an idea of the the IT trends for 2020 and um, give you a synopsis of what they are but In future podcasts, we will discuss them individually, one by one. Okay? Thank you very much for listening, and have a wonderful day, listeners.